What did you go so, as? So, so Anna went as She-Hulk for uh, our amazing superheroes and villains party. Um, uh-huh. Ragnar, Ragnar was a mermaid. Uh, ah! Little mermaid. He has this like amazing mermaid costume that he fucking loves. That's loved. amazing. I love it. Clara was Elsa, and there's like this like she has this like Elsa dress, and she was carrying all off around. And that, you know who I went as? Who? Um, Sir Michael Caine from Victory. Do you guys know the movie <laughs> Victory? I got Only that. the best soccer movie ever, Jess. Just uh, the greatest soccer movie in the history, Jess. I have it on DVD. I will bring it to you. Okay. Sylvester Stallone is a goalie. I'm in. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Uh, <laughs> and it's Pele's in it. Pele has an, like a starring role in the goddamn movie. Um, so I went as I went as uh, Michael Caine from Victory. Um, because um, they beat Nazis, and those are the greatest superheroes of all time. That was my rationale. The greatest superheroes. The the soccer players. The, 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 no, 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 no. The the the, the allies uh-huh. in that soccer game were the greatest yeah. superheroes because they beat Nazis. Oh. Yes. So I wow. was Michael Caine, greatest superhero. Nice. Anyways, um, all right. I may I may cut this part and like and throw this on as the. Uh, <laughs> Do it as you open. Will. All right, let's uh, hold on. Let's give me, give me. Live from the Twin Cities, we're the Daves. You know, this is the Daves. I guess. You won't. To be that type of dude And I want to be who you like me to But we both know I can't do nothing at all You say there's no use in walking out And I say Alright, welcome to episode 300 101 of the Dave's I Know podcast. We uh, we broke the seal. We did uh, episode 300 last week. We had a really awesome guest in Chris Lindholm, and we're doing it. We're going on to 400 Andy now. That's the that's the next uh, milestone, right? 400 episodes. We'll maybe, see. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe 356, and then we can just like you know you know. It's been it's been basically a year of podcasting, but over the course of ten goddamn fucking ten years, or years. Something. So, um, we have the the regular crew here today. We have no special guests. I, I greeter. So I, I'm gonna throw this out there. I think greeter was not re, like did not realize what he was signed up for and uh, said he was doing it, and then he just I think he kind of lost track of time and stuff like that. We'll get greeter after the season's over to sort of like do a recap of the loons and stuff. Uh, but since we still think we have a game to play, uh, his beat is still on. So, but we do have the regular crew here. We have uh, MJ uh, in his weird uh, magic magician's dungeon. Uh, yeah, it does <laughs> look vel- very velvety back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> MJ, how's how's it going, bud? I'm cat sitting, uh, and so those are they that magicians? Are not used to seeing the 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 murder den, but instead see the the curtains 
honey. I'm actually in a very nice house in the comas. The curtains are just a little weird. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we have Jess. Jess is holding it together, trying to stay focused, trying to stay a productive member of the society. And thus, for you two, gentlemen, I changed my pajamas. <laughs> Just for you. Oh. Just for you. And some days, ladies and gents, if that's all you've got is fresh pajamas, well, I salute you. Keep on jamming. Oh, what I have to say fuck is yeah. that fresh, paja- fresh pajamas are hot. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll say fresh, fresh pajamas are pajamas and they're fresh. As I tell my children all the time, like you can't wear your pajamas to school. You need to put on fresh pajamas if you're going to wear different pajamas to school. And I'm, <laughs> exactly. listen, I do not judge anybody who wants to wear pajamas to fucking school. I think it's atrocious and terrible and the worst thing in the, ever. But like they're leaving the house to go to school. If you, it's a scary place out there, man. If you wake up and you just put on different pajamas every day, that's fucking awesome. Like, just you're doing that. You're doing the thing. So, yeah. So, yeah, we are, we are thriving. Do not. I did not begrudge anybody of, of, of just wearing pajamas. Um, just just not my children. The same pajamas okay. they were wearing when they went to bed out. Of okay. The house. So fair enough. That's, that's Freshies. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So we did have a game to talk about. Uh, well, we could talk about a game, but we don't really need to talk about a game theoretically. Uh, so let's talk about some loons on international duty. Um, we start off with uh, Zarek Valentin, who was in, well, not, I don't think Puerto Rico is actually hosting matches. So uh, not in Puerto Rico, um, but they lost uh, three to one to Guyana. Um, technically they were at home and they are playing Guyana again uh, tomorrow or today, if you're listening to this podcast and they need to win that game uh, to secure. Uh, I think they're in, which are they in, con- are they in? Um, they're in Concord Cow. Yeah, no, I know they're fuck. Fuck you, MJ. I know they're in Concord Cow. <laughs> it's fucking Puerto Rico. Are they in Nations League B? I think they're nations. League oh, B. They're not in a okay, yeah. right. So I think, I think if they beat Guyana, they have an opportunity to potentially play um, for in Copa America next year, but they need to beat Guyana um, in Guyana on Tuesday today. If you're listening to it, it's at 3 PM Paramount plus uh, check it out. Zarek Valentin played in the last game. He, uh, he started, he's one of the, the other, uh, um or no he didn't start yeah weird oh yeah he did start he started as a um right center back um they have a couple a bunch of young kids a bunch of 16 year olds playing for that puerto rican team so um yeah check him out uh mj you're right it is it is nation's league b okay so they they are in this the the second tier if you will okay MJ, do you want to look up Bongi while I talk about Puki in Finland? Sure. Okay. So, Timu Puki called up for the Finland national team. Um, they are currently in a uh, battle for Europa or, uh, sorry, Euro um, uh, qualification. Sorry, hold on. I mean, 
God damn it. I just lost it there. Finn land. Finland. Okay. Um, their most recent match, they lost to Slovenia three to nothing. Uh, in Slovenia, Fuki started up top. Um, he played, yeah, about 60 minutes or so. Uh, and they're currently sitting in third place in their group. The top two teams qualify for uh, Euro 2024. They're on 12 points, um, tied with Kazakhstan. Uh, the two teams ahead of them, Denmark and Slovenia, both on 16 points. And Finland's upcoming matches, uh, they play today, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, at 11 a.m. against Kazakhstan, uh, the team that they are also currently tied with. And they need to win that game um, to you know, have any uh, chance of making it to the Euros. They also have, uh, in, in November, Northern Ireland at home, and then they go to San Marino. So Finland's in a really good spot to qualify for um, Euro 2024, but it would have been better if they'd beaten Slovenia in this round. So MJ, Bongi. They have two friend South Africa, Bafana Bafana. They had two friendlies. Recently on Saturday, they played against Iswatini. If that country sounds really weird to you, they renamed it uh, from a country called Swaziland. So it's no longer Swaziland, it's Iswatini. Uh, they drew 0-0 at home versus Iswatini. And again, if you're listening to this podcast on Tuesday, then today they play Cote d'Ivoire. And if that sounds weird, if you're British, you call that Ivory Coast. Uh, right on. Uh, Michael Boxo, also on international duty. He's playing uh, today, uh, Tuesday, if you're listening to this podcast, um, against Australia in Australia uh, at 1.45. That's a big, big rivalry. Central time, yeah. Um, their only match of, the, of this particular international break. Um, our good friend, Dane St. Clair, um, was part of the uh, uh, Canadian national setup. Um, he did not play uh, in spite <laughs> of um, this goddamn team. And and I don't know, like this guy, this Canadian national team is, is kind of a train wreck right now. And that's is that, is that what you heard, man? Is that what yeah, you heard, man? That's They're what I wreck? heard, man. Uh, yeah, he's he heard, heard, man, the, the new, uh, well, soon to be new coach of Toronto FC in MLS. Um, but uh, they lost four to one to Japan. Uh, Dane Sinclair was on the bench for that particular match. And then our other friend, uh, other international friend, Kervin Ariaga in Honduras. He They had a 0-0 draw with uh, Cuba in their CONCACAF Nations League uh, match and then um, played to yesterday. Uh, or Sorry, yeah, yesterday and beat Cuba for nothing. So they had two games against Cuba, 0-0 uh, draw, well, not in Cuba because Cuba can't host matches, uh, and then a four nothing win. Um, that puts Honduras second in Group A of the Concacaf Nations League. So, the weird thing about the Concacaf Nations League stuff too is that uh, in Group A or the 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 Nations League A, the top two teams play 
the the other four CONCACAF teams that are ranked higher than them, Canada, Costa Rica, Mexico, the United States, for the opportunity to play in the Copa America next year, um, and then also, you know, to play further on. So Honduras doing the job. Um, they have, I think, two more matches in the next November uh, international window. But yeah, Kervin Arriaga and, then, you know, I guess potentially Joseph Rosales, depending on how things are going uh, for the Honduras team. So, yeah, that's uh, your loons on international duty. Um, MJ, did I miss anybody? Jess, anybody no. that you are you're concerned about? I'm, yeah. I'm just sad that I didn't realize that Kerman got picked for the Toronto FC job. So, like, how am I supposed to make a pun out of Mauro Biello? Biello. Yeah, Mauro Biello. Biello. Yeah. Biello. And yeah. I'm not even pronouncing it right because I'm pronouncing it like Spanish, but it's French. So, yeah. Jess, how do you pronounce B I E L L O in French? Bello. Bello. B. Yeah, there's like a B and then blue. I don't know. Blue, 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 blue. Blue, blue, Anyway, I, 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 there's no good English puns with that like there is with Sean Erdman. So, you know, like you. Balloo, balloo, get balloo, get balloo, get balloo. David has my back as usual. All right. No loons games. Let's talk about what we need to happen for the loons to make the playoffs. We'll, we'll, uh, we will preview the Sparks match coming up here in the second half of the podcast. Hear this, but so here's the deal. Um, how familiar are you guys with uh? MLS tie-breaking scenarios. I know goal differential counts. I know does it? total number of wins. Is, I don't know. Total number of wins is first, right? If the does points it? are the yes. same. To- number of wins. Weirdly, in like the only league in the fucking world that the total number of wins is the number one tiebreaker. And what? then goal differential is the second tiebreaker. So yes, MJ, you are 100% correct there. Good job, man. It, and I don't have a huge problem with this other than it does break from the rest of the world. But if you have one win, is that more impressive than three ties, three draws? I think so. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I yes. can see certain stupid Americans in a boardroom saying, well, wait a minute, if you, if, if you had, you know, six ties and then other person has six points from two wins the 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 team with two wins they should go to the playoffs you know i don't know i can just see that happen yeah for sure so so anyways the first thing that needs to happen for all of you uh loons fans is that minnesota needs to win they need to beat sporting kansas city for the first time ever in the regular season they they beat them in the at playoffs Children's Mercy Park. at Children's Mercy Park. They beat them. They beat them one time uh, in the COVID year in the playoffs in COVID when Kansas was allowing like partial, um, you know, partial uh, participation for fans and stuff. Um, but we've never beaten Kansas City, uh, Sporting Kansas City in Kansas, as long as I've ever been a fan of this team. I've gone to, I think I've gone to seven or eight games in Kansas city. Um, MLS open cup, things like that. And I've never seen us score more than two goals. I think honestly, uh, and I think two goals is being very, very gracious. So 
the first thing that needs to happen for us to make the playoffs is that we need to beat Kansas City uh, in Kansas City for the first time ever again, ever. outside of that playoff winning, you know, in the COVID year of 2020. Then, and only then, do we need other shit to happen. Um, we would need Dallas to either draw uh, or lose to the LA Galaxy. They're, they are playing the LA Galaxy in LA. Um, remind you, this is the uh, Dallas team that just drew at home to Colorado. So this is not outside the realm of possibilities. Or we need Portland to lose or draw at home against Houston. Or we need San Jose to lose or draw against Austin at home. Um, if all three of those things happen, we get seven. San Jose loses or draws. Portland loses or draws. Dallas loses or draws. We get seventh place. And we do if not we win. And we, and we win. Yes. First thing being, we need to fucking win the game. So there's like, there is a non-zero possibility that uh, we are the, in the seven seed. We do not have to play the, the play-in game. However, I would say, there is a, a slightly better possibility that we are one of the eight or nine seeds. Um, however, that is, that is again, assuming that we win a fucking soccer match in Kansas city, which is not going to happen. And I, I'm, I would, I'm ha- I'd be happy to be proven wrong here. Um, I don't think it matters one way or the other with like Macaulay or anything like that. Like I just, I, it would be the shock of my life, I think. And the, in the end, I should also point out to everybody, um, this game's, those games kick off at 8 p.m. Um, it's a, all the Western Conference games kick off at 8 p.m. Um, all the Eastern Conference games kick off at 5 p.m. So um, there will be no like, sort of overlapping of games or anything like that. So anyways, what are your guys' thoughts on that? <laughs> do, you, do you think we make the playoffs with all of the things that need to happen, happen? <laughs> and, and, and here's and here's why yeah explain you, you, but before we can get to you know will portland lose will dallas lose or draw will san jose lose to austin whatever before we get to that you said it right away zeller we have to win at children's mercy park something we've only done once in the playoffs when it, it, it nothing was weird weirder than that covid year and it was a shortened season he hasn't hadn't like fully run all the players to the ground. That was something special that 2020 season, making it to the Western conference finals. We're not going to win. We, we, in order to even have a chance, we have to win. We're not going to win. Like we might draw one, one, two, two. We'll most likely lose, but we're not winning. So since like, and a draw does us no good. So, yeah, no, we're, we're we're not we're not making the playoffs. And I, as you know, am usually the resident negative Nathan on this podcast. And I just feel like I need to stay on brand. But I, no, we're not winning. All right, um, Jess. Okay, clarify this for me. So I know we must beat Kansas City. Yep. But then you said. Dallas must draw or lose to LA Galaxy or Portland must lose or draw or San Jose must lose or draw or is it all of those? Nope, have just, to have- 
it just if just one of those things happen and we beat Kansas City, we make the playoffs. So now we'll we'll probably be the eight or the nine seed, depending on which of the teams loses or draws. But we we cannot make the playoffs if we do not win. So like right. that's the only part of the destiny that we can I think we can do it. Okay. There you go, MJ. Fucking negative Nancy over here. Negative Nathan. If if it was all three had to happen, that, that would be different. But so if, if only if, one if, has to happen. If, if all three of those things happen and the fourth thing happens is that the 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 miracle of um we find a fucking horseshoe in our buttholes and we, <laughs> and we win at Kansas City, then we are the seven seed. That is well, the only that's yeah. So and I those, think it's gonna come down to what our starting eleven in kansas city is like that i think would be the most determining factor in whether or not we are able to pull a win out yes we can talk about that hot heads they're gonna give us penalty kicks we can't start any loose cannons we can talk about that in a in a a minute here uh when we get to the game because uh there's some hot heads and there's some loose cannons um (laughs) Uh, but let's uh, let's let's finish off the first half of this podcast. Uh, MJ has a once a loon, um, and I'm very excited about this one. So MJ, hit us with this one, man. Once a loon times two, USL Championship edition. This is a flashback. This isn't recent, but I in, in if you know how late I am to everything, this is recent. September third of this year, San Diego Loyal hosted. Birmingham Legion. That means Matt Van Ockel in net for Birmingham Legion. That means Colin Martin starting in the midfield in the San Diego Loyal 3-4-3. He's playing right mid or right center mid. And early on in the game, he's making some really great defensive plays, some really good link-up plays after stopping the ball on defense from Birmingham's attack and transitioning into hitting the ball up to their attacking core. So he's looking good on the pitch, doing his job as a defensive center mid. But in the 84th minute, he combines with a Haitian named Ronaldo Damu. And he and Ronaldo have a give-go. Damu chips it. Van Okel comes out. He gets a shoulder or, or an arm or something on it and deflects the ball wide enough so it hits off the post. But who's on the back post? Who's there to tap it in? It's Colin Martin, everyone. Colin Martin scores. San Diego Loyal win 3 nothing. And, uh, yeah, that's your uh, once a loon scoring on once a loon. All right. Um, I think we need to – I need to reach out to Matt Van Oko again, get him on the podcast because, yeah. Ask him what it's like to have Colin Martin score on you, like after you did everything right. You know what? I'm not going to. I'm not going to ask that question because the goalkeepers union is uh, is strong, my friend. It's very very strong. Uh, Just also an update: Uh, the top eight teams make it in the Eastern and Western Conference of the USL Champions. Birmingham Legion sit at seventh in the East. Um, They could climb a spot up into sixth, but they, they are in seventh, so they most likely will make the playoffs. And San Diego Loyal in their final season. Um, they they sit very comfortably in third. All right. Uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll discuss some Minneapolis City news, go for soccer, and then, uh, yeah, these uh, 
very, very important match against the Sparks uh, on Saturday in Kansas City. We will be right back. You want me to be that type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to, but we both know I can't do nothing at all. All right. And we are back and we are talking some Minneapolis City. MJ, give us that Minneapolis City minute. Listen, we're in international crow waters. And by that, I mean Minneapolis City forward and St. Olaf senior Hakeem Morgan was selected for Costa Rica's U23 team. On Saturday, they played Colombia's. U23 team, and they drew 2-2. Hockey Morgan, even though it's U23, he's still really young for this squad. Most of the squad that's getting starting minutes are in their 20s. So him coming on as a teenager in the 83rd minute, that's good. You get a run out, you're drawing 2-2 against Columbia, also a good squad. So good on him. They play again today, Tuesday. I have found conflicting uh data on who they play uh keep in mind that i'm not using my spanglish skills so like i'm just checking english sites some say they have no game some say they play columbia again some say they play a completely different opponent they play again today i i'll figure it out once the results happen cool uh and then go for soccer they had a couple of big matches this weekend they beat ohio state on thursday and fortunately i watched this game lost to indiana on sunday um mj you were there Give us some of the highlights from either both of these games. No, they 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 drew Indiana way back when, but they 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 unfortunately lost to Nebraska. Oh, Nebraska! Sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. And Nebraska, Nebraska yeah. is good this year. Yeah, and, and they are third in the Big Ten. They are a lock for the Big Ten tournament. Um, Gophers still fighting for one of those last two spots in the Big Ten tournament, but huge win over Ohio State. If you have not seen it, go to my. Uh, recap or my live tweet of it because Izzy Brown's goal, Kaya Harper sends in a ball over the top from deep and Sophia Bowman controls it down with her foot, but then is basically laying out her body to get out of the way of Izzy Brown's shot. So she's like falling forward, is able to somehow get some sort of side boot or thigh on the ball to knock it back for Izzy Brown. And then she's falling forward out of the way as Izzy Brown sends it top shelf. Just a beautiful goal. The other goal was a backdoor by Sadie Harper, also assisted by Sophia Bowman on a ball in from Paige Call. So uh, huge win for them because Ohio State was ahead of them in the Big Ten standings at the time. Uh, that kept them in the playoff picture. Sadly, they lost to Nebraska. Really good good team out of Nebraska. They have the highest scoring forward or the highest scoring player in the country. And like this, this gal from England. Um, and I now forget her name, but like, mm. yeah, their, their, their striker has scored more goals in this season than anybody else in the NCAA. Yeah. So um, no shame in losing to them. <laughs> she looked uh, really good. I mean, I, I saw her. Cause I watch, actually I watched like she game. got an assist. At, she uh, didn't get a goal, but she got assist, the, the black so. card for a little bit. Yeah, and it, it it looked yeah she looked really good. So, 
Um, uh, they have Gophers have two games left. They're both on the road, which means you should come to Blackheart because that's where you can watch them. You don't have to pay for Big Ten Plus or whatever like that. The Pravatsky's got you set up at the Blackheart. Come watch. Uh, they play Northwestern this Thursday at 7 p.m. And they play uh, – they wrap up the regular season at Purdue. Purdue's horrible So um, on, on Sunday at noon. So please come out to Blackheart. Watch and cheer on your Golden Gophers. If you're an Aurora fan, uh, Yelena Zabilich plays for the Gophers. Come on yes. out. Yeah. All right. And uh, speaking of Aurora, <clears throat> they made a b- pretty big announcement uh, this week. They announced that they're an- putting a Aurora 2 into the UPSL Women's League. Um, MJ, tell us a little bit more about what this means for Aurora and Aurora 2. UPSL Women is a new league. They just started last year as a national league. Um, they Aurora 2 will join other re- teams in the region uh, Tonka Fusion Elite out of Minnetonka won the league uh, or won their division last year. Northern Tide came in second out of St. Paul. And then the other teams were Superior City, St. Croix, SC out of Stillwater, Vlora out of Burnsville, and Granite City out of St. Cloud. So very regional, uh, regional and short distance travel type, type of league. Um, really good level for Aurora 2. This will give one, Nicole Lukic and the coaching staff, ability to bring players in and then rather than at tryout say, go find someplace else to play. No, we want you to stay in the Aurora family and give you a chance to work your way up to the the USLW team. Um, that's a great asset to have just from a player retention and scouting standpoint. And the other thing is scouting other teams, right? Scouting mm-hmm. other other women in the Twin Cities in the Minnesota Midwest region. Um, recently, my colleague at Equal Time Soccer, Mark Kravatsky, interviewed Nicole Lukic. And she talked a little bit about her being hired, hired full-time, not having to uh, go back and forth between jobs and being a full-time all-in on Aurora and just being able to spend more of that time scouting, you know, and seeing, you know, other coaches like the head coach from the St. Croix, or sorry, uh, the Sioux Falls City women's coach, you know, they're they're going to the same matches, right? They're going to the same collegiate NCAA matches and scouting women. So uh, super fun uh, for Aurora. It'll be more games. Uh, for those that can't get enough Aurora, there'll be more games for you to watch. It's a very short season. I've also heard uh, Aurora 2 will be playing at McAllister um in st paul so rumors rumors i have not it's not been confirmed but rumors are they'll be playing in st paul at macalester so um, that's even closer that's yeah if you want to be uh like a rad dad and ride your rad bike to uh macalester and uh watch some soccer might be super super fun so um yeah Kudos to them. It's, it's super awesome. I, I had some people ask me about what this would look like. I said, it's probably going to be much like M- MPLS uh, Minneapolis City's, you know, t- Minneapolis City 2's team is, which is a UPSL team, which is, I don't know, a lot of players that, you know, weren't quite, you know, the USL 2 division level, but then also an opportunity for some of the players who were playing, maybe 
not getting minutes to come down for a little bit. So it probably, it probably shortens the bench for uh, Aurora in the USLW, but gives more players an opportunity. I think that it makes the most sense, right? MJ, is that, am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we, we have railed on this podcast for, for years of them not putting uh, time into a, an academy or a, a lower division team for players who aren't getting minutes to get some playing minutes. This is an, the natural next step in the well, progression of building, I mean, building a program. Aurora basically had a, like a reserve roster that they would, you know, they, they would play and train with them, but basically. No, no, they, they, let me correct you there. They, they, they had reserve players or they had what they called training players. They, it was about four or five. Right. So not enough for a complete roster, but enough with, with their roster for them to have, you know, two full 11 on 11s. Or... Right. That's but what, I'm, what I'm saying here is that, <clears throat> yes, they, they can, they can still have that. Those players are kind of go like a shuttle team between back and forth. Like they'll play probably a little more Aurora too, because they're not quite ready for, you know, USLW Aurora. Um, but they could step up if they need to, if, if there's injuries or whatever. And I think having a second team that you, that is, you know, like defined by what the first team is trying to do um, makes a ton of sense and allows the team to be a little more flexible, um, gives them a little more leeway in, in like how they want to recruit. Uh, and hopefully can, they can recruit more, you know, like I said, it's, it's going to be obviously a lot of, college age uh players but you know you could recruit some of the you know the older 17 16 17 18 year old players who are getting ready to go to college to be in your system so yeah um i completely agree and one one of the training players did make the the bench of the aurora one team you know just due to she was ready to play you know and she got the call so it's definitely possible yeah. Or someone who's not getting playing time or is just a practice player or a training player and get them into the game day 18 of the USLW. This just expands that number, right? And uh, David, you make a great point about that. Cool. All right, let's move on. Uh, let's end with uh, our upcoming match against the Sparks in Kansas City. Jess wants to kick us off here. Um. Okay, so players coaches to note and look out for johnny russell so handsome he's bound to break my minnesota heart every gosh darn time ruthless rugged russell i fear he will stand in our way of this win but i do believe we will prevail you know he's scottish right just making sure you know that yes (laughs) mj who else you got from kansas city that we should be, I feel uh, like I say this uh, name all, all all the time when we're playing, but uh, you know, Roger Espinoza, he actually uh, did motherfucker. Yeah, he proved me wrong last time. I said, "Watch out, he's going to get subbed on. He's not going to start. He's going to get subbed on, and then he's just going to try breaking ankles, not with his dribbling skills, but literally slide tackling studs up and breaking ankles." And I was like, he's not going to go on the attack. He's not going to He got a fucking assist. He helped them in the, in the attack. Like he, like, I just thought he was going to be trouble and just 
this shithousery motherfucker. But no, no, no. He has to actually be useful for them. So I guess watch out for him because he'll try to stir up trouble. And he also might try to do useful things on the attack too. Okay. Um, I'll throw out Tim Alia. I mean, maybe the best American goalkeeper right now. Honestly, I said that three years ago, two years ago, one year He's ago. He's not the best American goalkeeper anymore. Is he not? Ooh. Though it's probably not. But you're right. In, but in the, MLS, are we saying in you know, like that's a different? Yeah. Well, that dude stands on stands on his head against Minnesota yeah. for some reason. So, yeah. um, all right. Who else? Like, who else we got? Uh, you know, uh, the four that scores a lot, Alan Polito. Yeah, the yeah that guy. I guess so. You know, I mean, when he's healthy, he's good. Yeah. The problem is, I mean, the problem is that um, Kansas City has a lot of those dudes. Daniel Shalawai, um, <laughs> another one. Kiri Shelton, uh, another one. Gotti Kinda. Gotti Kinda, uh, another one. Gotti Kinda's amazing, man. Yeah, um, and he also likes to fuck over. Um, Minnesota United. So um, you mentioned Roger Espinosa. That is a, a big one. I don't know, man. I think this is like a I'm trying to think about how I approach this game in that I don't want to be hurt. <laughs> and so but also like the thing I've wanted like a significant portion of my adult life Heath out has happened so I know I, it's so weird I can't be hurt however if Dallas I mean if Dallas had beaten Colorado I'd be I'd be much more resigned like okay whatever fuck it doesn't matter but now I'm just like wait there is a chance there's a chance that we could make it and we could go on a run and then it would be awesome and it would be really fucking cool. And I would be super excited and fucking buy all the playoff tickets and buy all the merch and stuff and whatever. Um, but then part of me is then the, like the other, like the sane part of me is like, Oh, the fuck are you doing? You, you're, you bitch ass bitch. You're just being a bitch. Like not in like, yeah. Like in like the, you know, whatever. So, um, <laughs> I'm predicting we win this game and all three of the results go our way and we finish in the seventh seed and we face LAFC in the uh, playoffs. That's not what you said earlier. Why do you have to put me in the only negative Nathan spot? Listen, (laughs) nobody I'm, I'm no, I'm, I'm being, I'm being a fucking positive pansy right now. Like I am. Okay. Listen, a, 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 not 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 a derivative, <laughs> David. I'm being a, a positive Ponzi, as in scheme. A positive Ponzi, as in scheme. Listen, Mister Schemer, I'm telling you right now, loons lose this. Good, two to nothing. I'm glad. Two nothing. All right, so we don't have to even worry about the other shit. Just... You don't own me. <laughs> I'm being. I'm being. A, I'm being a. a Positive Ponzi. I'm gonna be a positive pasty. Um, <laughs> I predict loons win it three one. Okay, but do any of the other things happen to allow us to make the playoffs? Yes, because one we, of need, them does. we need at least one of the other. Like, we can just we can't 
we can win and then all the other things things go our are, are, are go against do you us want me to predict which one is going to happen because yes. i can't yeah okay please do because dallas is playing la galaxy at home or away uh galaxies are in la um la has nothing, LA. To play, nothing to play for so and portland must lose or draw to who portland is home against houston houston's actually good right now um but they are at portland and it's the shittiest turf in in the world um, or and then, san jose at home or more baseball park shitty turf what, yeah what san fuck? jose at home to austin fc they would also need to either lose or draw okay i predict san jose will definitely lose or draw to austin fc you know austin sucks right now right um you asked me to make a prediction and here i'm making one sorry i apologize you right. <laughs> that's okay <laughs> that's what i asked you to do i did not that yes you are you yep yep okay all right definitely so, certainly probably not but maybe so Jess has us in the playoffs. I have us. I have us in the seven seed. Jess has us as probably the eight or nine seed. MJ has us uh, not making the playoffs at all. Correct. Yes. Okay. We, we don't make. We have to have a Just, and, and, and if you if you haven't seen Minnesota United posted on several social media platforms, Sean McCauley's pregame speech, it was incredible. Like I almost take back all the horrible things I said about him for the past two to three years that he's been the defensive coach or what have you. Um, but or what have like you. he, he gave a great motivating speech. I think he can give another great motivating speech. I just don't think we can win in, in sporting Kansas city. And that has nothing to do with, I'm not shitting on the players. I'm not shitting on Sean McCauley. Who's, it's more of just Sean the, McCauley's diamond dogs. That's what I want. All right. You're here first, everybody. Um, and and to the Minnesota United front office, I don't think you will lose. MJ <laughs> thinks you will lose. I think you're gonna <laughs> probably draw, and then it will fuck everything up. But whatever, you know. Um. All right. Stays exciting. Thanks. All right. Thank you, everybody. Three hundred and one goddamn episodes. Uh, this is really fucking awesome. Um. Thanks to, yeah, Chris uh, Lidholm came down uh, last weekend or last week for uh, our thing. Our 300. Uh, Greeters, he said he would come back. So So we're trying to lure him back, but. After the the season's over, uh, probably, I mean, Gopher season's basically done after next week anyways when they lose to Iowa, like 15 to 10. So um, then we can get Greeter probably back on the podcast. Uh, and then, yeah, I think we need to, I, I, I talked to Mark and Matt Provatsky, like we should do some um, equal time soccer kind of stuff. So talking about like some of the women's soccer, cool shit that's happening in the, in the, in Minnesota and around the world. Uh, and then, yeah, I think actually I want to get, uh, I talked to Bruce McGuire, about getting him back on the podcast, maybe Ooh. just talk music basically for an entire podcast, fuck soccer at that point. So Yeah. So we'll do He's it. He's got stories. He has. Oh God, he has stories. We'll do it very, very soon. Um, thank you, everybody. You can always find us at the Dave's I know, T D I K M on T D I K M on Twitter. Um, uh, at Texas Zeller for me at M J Matsui for M J and at Jessica one four four zero three eight. 
Niner. Two. We've been the days you know. This is the day. I know. Try and work it out Cause we both know We can't do nothing at Here become feet, con. Yeah, uh, we, we yeah. do our thing, son. Do the act we attract to, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing, do it. Do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. We, we, we do our thing, son. Son, son, son.